Welcome NFL Nation, this is the Fake Punt Podcast with Sunny and Vaz. This show is for all of you out there who do not have the time to watch every single game, every single Sunday. We are going to review them all for you, make our analysis all while you're on your way to work, at the gym or wherever you're listening to. So stay tuned. Everybody, welcome NFL Nation. Welcome back to the Fake Punt Podcast. This is episode 6, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. Let it be six. <laughs> um, today we got like something special. We're going to speak about upsets, the New York. We got a New York Giants, uh, a New England game. We got uh, Wilson versus Mahomes. That MVP race was going on there. We're going to talk about the recent moves of the Rams. And most importantly, or probably I think the most thing I'm excited the highest for is uh, we're going to speak about Kaepernick and what what's his situation currently right now. Um, then obviously we're going to go into a little bit of uh, Meloy segment um, of Miami and Lamar Jackson because he fucking loves that. I'm going to top it off with one more game and then our predictions. So let's get cracking right to it. Sonny. How are we doing, bud? I should have said, I should have actually said, hey, how are you? But I didn't think about that because we're sort yeah, of yeah. rushing. <laughs> That's fine. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'm good. I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I want to start off this week. You quit your job. We, I did quit my job, yeah. So just for this, <laughs> just for this podcast. So well, no, no, I didn't. That's ridiculous. Um, so last week we did some predictions. Last week we risked it and put some predictions on there, and we were exactly fifty-fifty across the board, which I think is a pretty is is an okay first effort. So hopefully this week coming up will be better. We'll do some predictions at the end as well. But um, I want to say the staff talk about three shirts into it, right? We no, we didn't. We, we didn't. No more than we normally do. But there were a lot of upsets this week. This week was a bit of a like, what the fuck's going on around the league uh, week? Because we had we had some upsets with the Vikings, Eagles. So the Vikings. I mean, we weren't expecting such another you know strong performance from the quarterback out of uh, out of Minnesota. So uh, yeah. he came out and and blew them away, 38-20. So quite a surprising one. You actually called the upset with the 49ers and the Rams, but Garoppolo out there and um, the, the you know the play calling took them to another uh, undefeated start. Um, so they're what five and zero now, yeah. Um, yeah. twenty to really, seven maybe the Rams. They exposed, they ex- they're really really like every week. Jared Goff is getting more and more and more exposed and looking very much as he's gonna drift into that. Like yeah. maybe slightly below Andy Dalton type thing right now. Quite honestly, yeah. Dalton can Dalton can at least get the ball down the field. At the moment, Goff has like. Like, I don't even know what you can do right now at this stage. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the Rams a little bit later on as well with some of the trades yeah. that they've been doing as well. So trying to pick up on, obviously, that a bit of an ass kicking at the weekend. So they'll, um, they've will they traded around to try and strengthen. Probably not the parts that they needed to strengthen, um, but we'll, we'll get to but that. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, we had the Cowboys-Jets upset. So um, I don't think people saw Sam Darnold coming back and being able to put 24 points up against the Cowboys 22. Um, yeah. And then again, another upset was the Steelers Chargers, where you've got the get in. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm really happy for it. But uh, we had what's his name, the Devlin, the guy from the guy from Noah Sam Samford, not Stanford, Samford College. <laughs> yeah. Um, the people who don't get into Stanford goes to Samford. Yeah, 24-17. Um, and I think that just again is such a Chargers game where uh, they just. They just didn't want to win, I don't think. Um, but then on top of that, there were a lot of games that were a lot closer than we expected them to be as well. So the Bengals-Ravens, obviously, that got off to a flying start. The scoreline says that it was closer than it was. Um, but actually, in the whole first, I think, three quarters, 
the offense only put three points on the board. Um, it was that opening opening kick return that put the points up for them. Yeah. Um, then they did nothing, and then they scored a garbage time touchdown as well. So 17-23 to the Ravens. It was closer than we thought on the day, but actually I think performance-wise, uh, probably what we expected. Seahawks-Browns, uh, I mean, Baker Mayfield just make your mind up bro are you shit are you great i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> it was uh, it was 28 32 and, and i mean there was no real doubt that russell wilson was going to pull this one back and, uh, and and put put the win on the board for them um but it was definitely closer than we thought uh, again saints jags that was uh, 13 to 6 and I, I did say that um saints probably wouldn't have such a blowout this week but uh, I, I didn't think it was going to be that close. Um, which brings us on to Patriots-Giants, where scoreline 35-14. Thinks, yeah. you know, it looks like the Patriots had a blowout, but it really wasn't that great. So, tell us about that. So this is what it is right now. I don't understand how, how people are looking. Tom Brady went 31 for 41, 334 yards. He did throw one pick, but he also rushed for two TDs. So... Like the how Brady, is that the a Brady bad rushing game? Touchdown. <laughs> Two like, but how game. is that a bad game? Like how is that a bad game? Giza completed 31 com- uh, in in like in, it was 20 like the, there was incredible wind going on. He had he had three receivers who had a Z in their name. At some what stage. a ridiculous stat! <laughs> like, <laughs> I like I know. Let me like actually I probably can bring them up right now here. I didn't actually think about bringing them up because I was it was just it was really we got Izzo. Ozlevski, and there was one more, I think, but I don't see him right now here. Um, so there is, it's, 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 it's crazy. So like the, if you, if you look at the, if you look at the receptions, yes, you have Edelman with nine, but then you got Myers, White, Ozlevski, Izzo, Bolden, like, do you see what I mean? Um, not only did he have nothing really to work with, um, but he still put up again. He, he put, he brought him into the end zone. Yes, he didn't throw it in. He sort of just ran it in by himself. So he still had two TDs, 334 yards, and like a complete uh, and 31 out of 41 completions. And how are people saying like, oh, it's so close? Tom Brady's on the decline. Well, not really, right? Like when I mean, Brady's always been special. Brady's Brady's ability to put the ball in people's hands, yeah. regardless of whether they're a playmaker or not. I mean, Gordon wasn't was you know was out from for yeah, a lot of it. So. Um, you didn't have like a go-to guy really. I mean, he had Edelman. But he's he's always that's that's the that's the running joke of the NFL at the moment with with Brady and his receivers. He's got the guy packing bags at Walmart, two traffic cones, yeah, yeah. and and he's won six Super Bowls. So yeah, he's <laughs> he's always been skilled at getting the ball like, out to no name. Like that's one thing I have realized right now. So there is absolutely no way I don't see I can pr- pretty much say this straight away. There's nobody who can even compete with the Patriots now defensively. No, like well, defensively, no. no, like it's it's crazy. They had 14 takeaways. That uh, they allowed one passing TD, which was what came now from Daniel Jones. Yes, they didn't play the most high-powering offenses, but their defensive play is just incredible right now. And Brady's having a really better season than I expected for him to be at what 41 right now. I think he's yeah, God, 40, 41, 40, something like that. <laughs> Heading into year 20, and um, so. Like you have to, yeah. Like when you watch this game, like a lot of people are getting, again getting down on the Patriots because Badri didn't look great. Yes, he didn't, but it because he's like because the expectations of him are always to be every game to play as a Super Bowl MVP caliber guy type of game, you know. Mm-hmm. And just because he didn't throw a TD in this one, he still rushed for two. Like obviously that QB sneak, but this this is sort of the thing. Like the Patriots at the moment are just so dominant, 
absolutely dominant. They dominant through the air, in wind. They rushed the ball. Like Sonny Michel had 22 touches for uh, 80, 86 yards. So they're controlling the ball. They're controlling the game. They're controlling the defense. They're causing to turnovers. And they also have um, their special teams blocked one for ATD. So, like, if, I, I don't know how can beat them right now. Quite honestly, they're just a very, very most complete team. Um, I mean, if, if this is if this is the you know the the Patriots having a bad day in the office, then yes. it's still a pretty strong performance. Like I mean, the, the scoreline it was a bit of a they put some extra points on at the end, yeah. but, so it looks more of a blowout than it was, I and mean, it wasn't yeah. that great of a game, I have to say, yeah. uh, especially well, to watch. Was boring, offense, but yeah. right? you mean they were controlling? Yeah. The, they were trying to run it out because obviously Daniel Jones. Like I'm gonna say one thing about Daniel Jones. Um, he's struggling, but everyone is struggling against the Patriots. This is one thing. Like, it's a rookie QB. It's his third or fourth game, right? Mm-hmm. I don't actually know. And you're going to play the best defensive mind in football? Yes, you're going to have three picks. <laughs> yeah. Still, if I look at it right now, from a from a tangible point of view, I actually like what I see in Daniel Jones. I like what I see in Daniel Jones a lot more than I like what I see in Jared Goff. Okay. Like, and more than that, I would learning. trade. Like, I would trade for that. Like, I'll take Jared Goff over um i'll take jl jones over jl goff anytime mm-hmm. right now it's the way he looks good he sees the field he get he does good passes you mean they get they just had all the playmakers were out as well he gets them into the ball here there was some uh, a couple of drop balls but i actually like what i have of daniel jones and like i'm it's just you know there was nothing to do against the patriots so there we have it patriots are just just because they didn't it looked not great they still played a phenomenal game and the New York Giants are actually, I think, maybe uh, surprising a couple of people with the Daniel Jones pick. Okay, so if it was you going into this game next week as the Jets, uh, Monday Night Football, how would you how would you come out with the game plan to beat the Patriots? Okay, so the reason the Patriots are winning right now is because everybody lets them run the ball as they are so afraid of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, they make too many mistakes on offense. Like... I know people make mistakes on offense, but they're just making too many of them. And uh, Patriots capitalize on that every single time. And also, usually, they get something done on special teams. So, this is how you go out and beat them. Um, You take it very first. You say to your quarterback, whatever it takes, do not turn the ball over. I know you say that to every single time, right? But you have... No risks. Just don't take the risks right now. Like, you don't, don't take the risks. The way you beat the Patriots is by not making the mistakes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not giving them three interceptions, not giving them the fumbles, not giving, like, you can't keep up with them. But if you constantly give them, like, if they win three or four more possessions through your mistakes, they're going to score. Do you see sure. what I mean? So that's, yeah. that's the first thing. I understand it's very obvious to say, don't don't pass the ball over, but you usually can expect from the, your defense to do mm-hmm. to get turnovers as well, which you don't get because the Patriots don't really make mistakes. Brady threw an interception because like it looked like the wind took it away, quite honestly, because it just went away from the receiver. Oh, and it was it was a fantastic catch by the safety at the back there as well. Yes, so like it went behind, like it went miles behind the receiver, and the and the and the safety made an ungodly amount of catch. So that's that's not you're not gonna get that every single game. No. So that's the first thing. So that's what you have to do in offense. Just don't worry about too much about forcing the ball. Yeah, I mean, and um, they will capitalize on your errors. So. They always do. <laughs> yeah. They always do. So then another one is how do you stop the offense? Uh, you cannot let them run the ball, quite honestly. Um, you have to stop. Like, Sonny Michel is going to get 20 touches. 
-hmm. Like he can on 20 touches, he needs to have 22 yards, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you need to have 22 yards. And I understand you have to sacrifice space, okay? But sacrifice space over the top. I understand this is not what is conventional. You would never want to sacrifice space over the top. But I would let, you know, that one-on-one -on -one coverage on Gordon, that one-on-one -on -one coverage, I would give yeah. him that. I would, I would put a man on him every single time, bump him, and then just run away from him. And let Brady make that really super tight throw, which NFL QBs can make. Over the, over the head, but Brady is a little bit on arm strength decline right now. So I'd force him to throw it deep. Okay, I'd force him to throw it deep. Don't let, uh, give him, if he has to complete something, let it complete, let him complete it to Edelman before the yard, before the 10 yard mark. Done. Yeah. Like, I understand he's gonna move it like that, but he's not gonna be able to do it every single time. And he's gonna have to go over the top because he's gonna see Gordon open. He's gonna think he's gonna go over the top. And that's how you can capitalize by forcing Brady to use his arm strength to beat you, but because he, I don't think that's his weakness, I believe. And then just hope that he doesn't take you apart with a bunch of no-name receivers. Yeah, and you don't, you just don't hope, and you just hope that what's his name? Wait, let me get him up. Uh, we, we just hope that Gunnar Olevsky doesn't become like Randy Boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, always a possibility. Right. Okay, brilliant. So moving on, I want to talk about another game this week that, well, I think going into the weekend, we all knew this was going to be the this was going to be the game of the week. Yeah. We said that it was going to be the fight for the for the MVP. Um, yeah. So Texans Chief, I mean, wow, this this was a this was a strong and dominant performance from both both offenses and both defenses looked god awful. I mean, it finished up uh, finished up 31-24 to the Texans and. Watson, I mean, when you when you compare the two quarterbacks out there, Watson and Mahomes, Mahomes had a better day. Um, I mean, the stat line you got, uh, Watson completed more in terms of 30 for 42, uh, 280 yards, one touchdown with two interceptions, though. Uh, Mahomes, only 19 of 35, but he had 273 yards. Obviously, that massive, that massive uh, deep heave out there for the touchdown to Tyreek Hill on his return. Um, three touchdowns, one interception. But I think the story of the offenses on this goes to these receivers and the dropped the dropped catches yeah. as well. Because you're looking at this, you got uh, D Hop had three drops. Uh, Even though he's had, like well known for his good hands, right? I know exactly. Fuller last week had that great game. Uh, this week four drops. Uh, Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs, he had five incompletions. He was half fifty percent completion rate. He was. He was five of ten. I mean, the one that he shouldn't have caught—that ridiculous deep heave into, into yeah, double yeah. coverage uh, yeah, on the goal line—that's the one he did catch, and plenty of other were just. Why do you think it dropped. was like that? Well, why, why do you think I, they, they were dropping balls? Well, no, but yeah, because usually you don't have Terry Kill and you know D Hop dropping balls. Is there anything specific? Not that I noticed. I mean, it wasn't the, the conditions looked fine. It wasn't. I mean, it was an outdoor game, I believe. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't particularly windy, rainy, cold, anything like that. It was. It was uh, absolutely fine. Maybe. Maybe there was. Just took their eye off the ball. Maybe they were just too busy thinking about getting into the end zone. They were aware that they had to. Uh, yeah. They had to put, put points, points on the board. Up. So yeah. they were thinking about those next steps before the ball came into their hands. So because for going into this, we thought obviously Watson and Emma Holmes were like MVP candidates. Um, in yeah. my eyes, in my eyes, Wilson has maybe like probably overtaken them both at yeah. the moment. Because yeah. obviously not, he doesn't have a single uh, interception. He's got 14 TDs. He's standing right now. He's like put up three game-winning drives at the moment. So like he's playing some MVP performance type, you know, 
football he right is. now. He is, yeah. In in uh, all reality, Christian McCaffrey should be MVP, but unfortunately, in a, it's not a fair world, and he's not gonna get it. Quarterbacks um, win these things, yeah. Yeah. So, is it, do you think they've both taken a backseat now to Wilson? Or is it just because they didn't have the like if 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 D Hop catches those three balls or Tyreek Hill catches like three more, is that was that the difference between the MVP race right now? Um, I, I mean, for me, I think that the reason that these two, we're expecting this to be a, a bit of a blowout game, and the scoreline looks like it was a blowout game, but actually coming back to the Texans as a team, the Texans performed very well, and it wasn't all on yeah. Watson. Watson didn't make that team go yeah. he didn't he didn't absolutely uh, decimate the defense of the chiefs uh, i mean in terms of possession the chiefs only had 20 minutes possession in the whole game i mean and 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 from uh houston they didn't even punt for the whole yeah. of the game so you're, you're looking at the the actual game management from the yeah. from the coaching staff and from from what the defense uh, managed to managed to produce as well yeah. um I did think that that actually allowed Watson to fully show how how much he, he didn't need to fully show how much he could bring bring this in for the MVP race. Whereas yeah. I think Wilson, whilst he does have a strong defense, strong special teams, good coaching staff around him, he still manages to ball out and make make unbelievable plays. Yeah. So um, if he can so, stay in the limelight a little bit more, I think Wilson's got this in the bag. Yeah, I think he's not as flashy as well as most people, but he yeah. is really flashy. But he's not really flashy; he's really crazy. <laughs> he's un- he like he's he's unsung hero. Like he just he makes he makes ridiculous plays, and then he's the guy that he's the guy that gets in the end zone, calmly gives the ball to the referee, yeah. walks off, uh, acts like he's been there before. You know, he should be, really... he should be like he will be like the face of the NFL at some point because that's just great. Yeah, he's a good guy, you know. So okay. Fantastic. So uh, that's really, really great. Um, obviously, we have some sick news right now, or some some crazy news going on. I knew we yeah. knew Jalen Ramsey wanted to get traded. I thought he was um, going to stay. Think, I really did. Uh, I, I like. I don't understand why he wouldn't gonna stay because, like, what's Jalen Ramsey's real motive here? Okay, does he want to get paid? Because he told me, like, and he like he told me. I'm not saying he didn't tell me, uh, but the way I saw, it, that he wanted to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. There was no better place. For him to get paid than at the Jacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Straight away. Um, now he got traded for two first round picks and a fourth round pick to the Rams. They've already invested a lot in him, right? They now. have invested 100. Like they have invested in Gurley, Goff, Donald, Flowers is gonna get a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald? all the defense. All the Donald is already paid. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. The defensive linemen, the new ones which came in, they all need to get paid. Like, they're not going to get big contracts, but they still need to get paid. You don't mm-hmm. have a number one receiver. Okay. So you got to pay either Cooks or Cup, or you got to bring someone in and pay him. Mm-hmm. Right. And at some stage, you're going to have to pay an offensive lineman. So I don't I don't see money going around for Ramsey right now. Yeah. Right now, they have $3 million in cap, and next year, they're going to gap at 35 but it's with all the people going away. So I don't. I, I just don't see him getting paid. I understand no. they have invested into him right now, uh, but like it's 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 a really strange situation for me. Unless there's something I'm missing, I don't see how he's gonna get paid at the at the at the Rams. Okay, so let's 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 talk through this. Do you wanna do you wanna just go through um, what's happened at the Rams because there's been oh. a lot of movement on that roster. So exactly. Just, just, so the Rams the Rams moved Marcus Peters 
to Baltimore for fifth round pick and Kenny Young. Okay, um, I think the the Rams really regret that move with Peters because they gave a second round pick away to the Chiefs, and he was a problem at the Chiefs, and he became a problem at the Rams, and mm-hmm. right now. Like he had one really really good season. Apart from that, one really really good season. I don't think he's performed at a top 20 cornerback level, quite honestly. So that has been really garbage. So they got rid of him, which is good. But they got, I think, rid of one cancerous cornerback for another cancerous cornerback. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't think that's great. Uh, also, they have acquired a tackle, Austin Corbin from. Uh, uh, Browns from the Browns who was 30 the 33 33rd overall pick last season yeah. um, which is I suppose a good addition but we'll see how he pans mm-hmm. out so it's uh, I, feel I mean like that's, that's you, to you replace said the note boom injury isn't it yeah but so. you said it like right in the beginning I feel like that's not really where their issues really lie I understand like the cornerbacks right now are not very good especially with Tlaib out okay yeah. at, at, at the Rams Oh, but, but I mean, with with a with a healthy Talib and a, uh, a Jalen Ramsey on the other side, this is going to be a, from from a receiver point of view, it's going to be a terrible offense, a, a terrible day for an offense to have to go against those two. Yeah, but we keep saying that, but the people keep putting up fifty points on them. Yeah, like <laughs> like we had the same thing last time, right? They like like last season they gave away twice fifty points. Now they give fifty points away to Tampa and uh, to Jameis Winston in his good like fine. You had um, what's his name? Wide receiver. Um, no, not Goodwin. The other one. Evans. Evans, exactly. Evans who torched you for in the beginning, like for three in the middle. So it's it's a little it's a little strange. Like you're thinking at the moment, if you go into last season, the Rams defense was very much centered around Aaron Donald actually getting a lot of pressure into them. But mm-hmm. right now they have actually realized, uh, offenses are realizing that you are can triple team Aaron Donald, and nobody's gonna get to the quarterback. Yeah. So Donnie Flower, yeah, the Donnie Flower is doing a really good job, but he's being dropped into coverage a lot, mm-hmm. and to help out because he's very like versatile. That was always his thing. Um, so I, I really think they first of all they need to, uh, they, they, like quite honestly, it's it, it the the team rises and falls with the quarterback. Yeah. Right. So what you need to do, you need to give him, like, uh, I don't even know what to give him right now. So I mean, they've got they've got a quarterback who's being paid right now, who's not very yeah. good. They've got a running back who is being paid, but is on the bench. You know, he, well, yeah. he's, he's out with injury. On the time. The, the offensive line is struggling. Um, Note boom injury has really, I mean, he's one of the better offensive tackles out there at the moment. Uh, yeah. And he, he's out. So that doesn't help the offensive line issues. They've got this new guy coming from the Browns. But to, to be honest, he didn't have a particularly impressive season last year. He came out of college very highly, highly mm. uh, regarded. But didn't really translate to the NFL very well. Hopefully it's a coaching thing. Hopefully the Browns weren't getting the best out of him and the Rams can. But I really think that they're struggling in other places. Like this is what I mean. I think they needed like they need more help on the defensive line. That's that's for sure. Like I would have invested that money if, like or at least the picks and whatever into better like one another pass rush. Another pass mm-hmm. rush. And on offense, like I don't even know what to do. It's just it doesn't matter what you put because Goff is playing a garbage. Yeah. Right? So We'll see what happens. Let's see how it works out. Okay. Okay. Our favorite topic right now. What are we saying, Sonny? Let's talk oh, about yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah, we'll roll on from quarterbacks playing like garbage, and we'll just talk about Kaepernick because he came out uh, the end of last week. His uh, his agent came out with a statement yeah. saying 
that, that Kapalik is not asking for things that are unreasonable. He's not got any unreasonable salary expectations. He has been approaching or his agent has been approaching every single NFL team and nobody yeah. has brought him into workout. I think the that's the crazy. Se- that's the most thing like the, the Seahawks. Thing um, the Seahawks brought him in to to talk and, and to go through a few things, but they didn't actually work him out. Nobody else has worked him out. And we, we, we've sort of been discussing the last few weeks how many shit quarterbacks there are out there. Yeah. That are absolutely awful. Um, and I think we, we, we settled on maybe five teams we reckon that Kaepernick could walk onto right now with, with maybe one week's practice, get into the swing of things, walk on and start that week. Um, uh, considering on top of that, he got, sort of, considering he kept at least 70% of his ability. Oh yeah. I mean, years. He apparently he's been working out every day as he like as if he, he is half the player if he's if he's if he's seventy percent like I said a little bit more than half the player that he was in and he could start at those five teams. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at the moment you've got the Redskins who have got not a chance in hell of getting a quarterback out there. They have absolutely yeah. tanked it this week Played three against the Dolphins. Quarterbacks in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, this week against the Dolphins was. I mean, somebody had to win that game because you've got the Dolphins who are another team who we think that he could walk onto. You've yeah. got Dolphins, Redskins. At the moment, the Steelers have nothing at quarterback. Yes, yeah. maybe they won this game. They relied on Connor very heavily to run the ball. Yeah. Um, they're, they're currently starting a undrafted free agent uh, yeah. out of not even college, the top level of college football. Um, so he could walk on there. The, the Titans, we just heard that... Um, Mariota's going to be benched. They're going to put Tannehill on board. And if, you, yeah. if you're if you starting a quarterback that's so bad that the Dolphins didn't even want him, yeah. then, <laughs> you know, it, what, what, uh, what an awful situation to be in. Um, and then, frankly, the Bears as well, because yeah. I think they really have got a pretty awful situation at quarterback. But they also so have a good chance at, at actually making it. You know, the, yeah. the, the division is so open. Like, you can, no, I mean, okay, uh, Green Bay's taken it away a little bit now with that. Because the refs are on their on their side, <clears throat> it's five and one on their side. But still, like the best have a shot at the and the good wildcard spot. But there, there's five teams right now who have yeah. absolutely no excuse for not talking to Kaepernick. Like, yeah. Not even you know. Can you summarize that one more time? So Steelers, who are starting yeah. a third string unra- undrafted free agent. <laughs> the Redskins, who have got three quarterbacks they've played in the last two weeks. The Dolphins who haven't won a game and have two quarterbacks who are struggling. I mean, the whole team's struggling, but fine. Yeah. Uh, the Titans with nothing. Their, nothing. Uh, and, and the Bears, who can yeah. actually make a run of it this season. They just yeah. need somebody to take take the helm. That's, so that's that's, there's teams. no excuse for those five teams not to work him out, at least. Yeah, exactly. On top of that, I reckon there's another probably six or seven teams who, if he were to join now, this week, if he was to get on board with those teams, then he would probably, he would be, I mean, starting off, he is better than every single backup quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. So bear that in mind. If he came into these other six or seven teams, then he would probably be able to beat out the current starter within a within, couple of weeks. Within a couple of weeks, before the, before the yeah. playoffs or before the end of the season. Yeah. So I reckon you've got um the panthers so i reckon with with the way that cam is injured and and maybe not even coming back also due to the similarity of him and cam like exactly yeah you just get a more 
maybe a reasonable camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he <laughs> could come in, he could work out. He could, uh, you know, you, you can see that going south with Allen, um, yeah. losing a few games, and, and maybe he gets a start. You've got the Bucks, who are really struggling. Yes, they got the, well... Like, Winston would be benched if, like, he needs two bad games and he'd be benched for Cup. They've, they've put their brand on Winston, and I don't think they'll be changing on him. They're not going to bring anybody in. But he could be in, I reckon. Um, you've got the Broncos with um, Flacco, who's just, I mean, yes, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but I don't think that he's really the guy that's leading that team. Didn't there. he? You've got didn't the running he back out there. Kaepernick? Didn't he beat Kaepernick in a Super Bowl? Was that it? Was that he did. Okay. It was uh, Ravens, Ravens 49ers, yeah, Super Bowl. Uh, 2012? Uh, but yeah, I think that was 2013, it. 2013, I think. Um, the Broncos, yeah, I think he could probably beat out Flacco in that. Yeah. Um, the Giants, I think he could he could take that on there. Yeah, they're probably um, not going to do that because they've invested now into Daniel Jones and going to let him develop. But I think he can beat, like, if the Giants were having a run at it, I think he could put that. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the Browns as well. Yeah, I think that yeah. Baker Mayfield is getting a bit of a tough time because everyone is just slating him and saying how shitty he is at the moment. But, yeah, but like, like he, Cleveland, he's, has, he's, Cleveland has put his entire hopes on Baker. He's getting a tough time. So, I mean, those are a few guys I reckon he could beat out. There are also other teams out there who I think Kaepernick is better than, but because that the team has invested in somebody yeah. they have a they've put a lot of money into somebody or yeah, yeah. they're putting or a franchise on them they they just will never play him but teams that should look at him um i'm going to say the bengals obviously Andy Dalton, no one well, no one on this podcast okay, likes Andy Dalton. um but he's better than Andy Dalton. they went they went bench Andy Dalton for him but i think he's better um the vikings yes they've put too much money they put too much money in there yeah, okay, he's had two good games, but... Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Um, the Falcons, Matty Ice, uh, just really seems to be struggling at the moment. I mean, it's just a waste be... of Hulu Jones and uh, Ridley and yeah. and Dwight Freeman and that entire place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think down at the Colts as well. He could go down to the Colts. He could, he could go down to the Raiders. Um, he could go to the Cowboys or the Jets. I mean, there are a few teams there. The Buffalo. That... I'd put Buffalo in that as well. Buffalo, yeah, absolutely. Um, and even uh, we give Kyler Murray a bit of a hard time. Um, he's doing his best <laughs> out there. But he could probably go to the Cardinals as well. I think the way that Kyler Murray He'd Murray's be a good playing, backup for him as well because, again, he's like, a, he's like a mobile quarterback. Like Kyler Murray, yes, he's a little bit taller, but he can give him some good advice and shit. Yeah, he could, he could at he least could mentor up Kyler Murray. Um, so I reckon there you've got at least two-thirds of, of the league should be talking to Kaepernick there are only a few teams that I can say fine you don't need to talk to him right now or have an excuse not to work yeah. him out yeah yeah exactly we so, got like Green Bay Detroit uh, Green Bay Detroit uh, New England Houston Chiefs yeah anybody else Seahawks. Seahawks yeah everybody else should work him out uh, maybe the Ravens as well and the Chargers well, who do I have the Ravens probably, as backup? RG3, right? Yeah, yeah. fine. Chargers yeah, as well. The Alcum Chargers as well. So seven. We are six, um, seven. To be fair, as much as I love Gardner Minchie down in Jacksonville, they should probably talk <laughs> to him. 
Um, so, but yeah, the, the point of it is like obviously at least like 60% of the league should be working him out, and that's like over 20 teams, I think. Over 20. He should he should he should have over 20 workouts, and I like it is 100% something going on right now that he's not getting a single one of them, because like how bad can that kneeing really be? Like how bad? How like is it worth? What's your quarterback's name again? <laughs> Devlin Hodge is his name. Devlin. Is it, worth is, it Hodges? is it worth the fucking Ryan Tannehill? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand from a from a head coach point of view and from a GM point of view where if you're you're playing to a fan base as well, so if this yeah. goes wrong, you're, you're bringing in a whole media shitstorm. You're bringing something in that is terrible. I mean, okay, you've got Kaepernick and you've got what's the guy from that threw like a million inceptions in buffalo um oh nate peter <laughs> nate peter yeah. I mean, so you got those that two is... here, right? clearly all right kaepernick's a better quarterback <laughs> than peter okay clearly like, there's no fucking you know, there's how no joke sad is it that you can say oh the guy who play play from a million interceptions everybody knows nate peter yeah okay so <laughs> how is it that one of these guys is on an nfl team right now and the other one is currently unemployed Okay. And they're not even getting a chance to work out. Like, no, this is what exactly. I'm right now. The problem is the media storm. If you bring in Nate, Nate Peterman and you go, listen, we don't have a quarterback, we don't have a backup, we don't need this, whatever, you bring him in for whatever reason, then your expectations are already low. So if you're saying to your fan base, listen, we just needed we, we needed somebody because yeah. it's, it's trouble. And then it gets to a point where he actually gets put into a game, he throws another 12 interceptions or whatever it was, um, and... Everyone goes, well, we were desperate. We had to bring him on. You bring in Kaepernick, then everyone's thinking, okay, we're going to do this. The whole country, the world, the whole of the NFL, their eyes are on you to make that Kaepernick start worthwhile. Uh, And you start him and and then then say he's shit. Then say he doesn't doesn't actually play very well. He's been out of the NFL for three years. Then everyone's going to say, you're an idiot. You've brought in this guy who has not played in the NFL for three years and yeah but there's it, still no reason it, yeah. to not work him out like i would understand it yeah. if he had 20 workouts and you're like ah oh, you know what he's not actually that good that i'm not reading to do but he, he cannot tell me that you put him next to nate peterman and like <laughs> he yeah. works out worse than he does so Sorry. either way good let's move on that was our thing on kaepernick we're obviously going to keep an eye on this one um i'm going to call again the next segment is our Milloy special I'm going to make this really quick so we're going to obviously talk about miami um you know fitz magic is a gangster i like I have a feeling that he had to throw the game at the end. Like, like I have a oh, feeling yeah. that I had, like he put them down there and they actually scored and you go for the, two. The game was won. The game was won. It was won. Like, well, it was How bad won. would it be if they turned out with a draw though? Wow. No, but it wouldn't have been wrong. Like you could have sent it to overtime, right? Okay. And you could have sent the game to overtime, but like I understand you want to go for it all, but I kind of have a feeling that he was asked to throw it because that would have been such a pointless win. If you're going for that, for that, um, because right now it's a very tight race for that first of all pick, right? <laughs> it's a very tight race. You still have the banks who are 0-6 and doesn't seem to change. So you, know, like, you, know, you don't so want, you don't want to give that away a little bit. <laughs> there's actually a website called the Tankathon, um, which, <laughs> <laughs> which tracks the NFL and who's getting the first pick. Um, at the moment, it is the Bengals, uh, yeah. but with Miami and then Washington, Atlanta. Yeah after that yeah i think i think that was going like uh, i think fizz magic was gonna say look I'm, we're gonna keep you playing you're gonna get some you're gonna make some money in another team you're gonna you'll be able to perform but you have to throw this game right now mm-hmm. so that's that's the point 
Um, I know you love to talk about Lamar Jackson, Malloy, and I know that's your boy. And I'm going to speak to him right now. I do not count the Bengals as a legitimate threat to anything because they let Lamar Jackson run for 152 yards, Mark Ingram for 52, Gus Edwards for 34. I mean, you're going to rush for 250, you're going to win a game, right? <laughs> you're going to rush three, two, 250, two TDs, you're going to win a game. Oh, I, yeah. the, two, opening, the opening drive saw him with 57 rushing yards with only two carries. So are you <laughs> kidding me? So uh, I do agree with Lamar Jackson being a very prolific playmaker and being a good running threat. But as a long-term NFL quarterback, I do not think he fits the demeanor and the model which has won Super Bowls in the past. I'm not yeah. saying that he cannot change it. I'm just saying it's super difficult for him to do it when he's only able to throw between the hashes. And 21 out of 33, when none of those were, you know, the, the routes which I always talk about, that deep comeback over the shoulder fade to the sideline, you know, that that squeeze throw between the uh, between between the receiver when he's running a deep route on the safety. So know that those those real NFL quarterback plays, which are defining, you know, that's that's what they write, that's what they work out. They see anybody can throw between the hash between the hashes. Well, not everybody, but you know, he's got to learn a couple of new things because he's not going to be able to put up 150 yards rushing. Yeah. Um, against, for example, the Patriots or even the Chiefs or Green Bay or Chicago. Or like I can list, I can keep listing them out of the AFC now. Do you see what I mean? Oh, that was NFC. Um, but like you will not be able to do that. So let's see. All right. Okay. Uh, well, moving on. Let's go. Let's talk about. Um, I'm gonna do. And the Jets. Yes, that's our. We are gonna have one segment now. Every week was gonna call our what the fuck moment. Okay. Yeah. This is our WTF moment. So the Jets. Uh, the Jets and the Cowboys. Um, the game ended 22-24 in the favor of the Jets. Mm-hmm. But you have, like, I don't understand this. So the cow, I think the, the Cowboys were three up something or 10. Basically, it was like in the, in the beginning of the first quarter, right? In the beginning of the first quarter, the Cowboys are on fourth and two within 10 yards of the field, of the end zone. Mm-hmm. And they decide to go with a QB option run <laughs> and okay. just fail on it. Yeah. So you kick that field goal in the first or second quarter, right in the first half. And you win the game. So I like that's just like I don't understand what could possibly go through your mind. There's not you no know, there's single good reason not to kick that field goal there. And it bitten you completely in the ass because that um that turnover, that turnover also put in Andy Dalton straight away and he completed like a 92 yard pass or 82 yard pass um to his receivers for ATD straight up. So like You not only give him the turnover, but a straightaway TD because you sort of gain momentum with the turnover. Offense comes on and even more momentum is gained through that long TD. So it's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't think, like, people are getting down on Dak. I like Dak. He looks good. He's playing well. It's just, yeah. like, he, they should have won this game and they didn't. Yeah, I mean, Dak, Dak was unfortunate. They lost um, uh, Amari Cooper pretty early on in the game. Yeah. They? He was out within, within the first quarter. Um, then he, he basically had to work with a Jason Witten, who don't get me wrong, is is pretty spectacular at the tight end position. He, but he has come out of a year's retirement, you know? Yeah. He's, he's not at the top of his game, should we say. He's still he's still pretty pretty like, pretty good option. But I think, uh, I and think then some other basically not you know, Cedric Wilson, I think, was was the next guy yeah. up. I mean 
Uh, Taven Austin didn't produce much. Michael Gallup didn't produce much. Um, yeah, it, it, he had a lot riding. And it's been the last few weeks you've seen it had a lot relying on Amari Cooper. Like, Without him, I struggled. I like Dak Prescott. And if they're not going to pay him at Dallas, there's another team which is definitely going to pay him. Because mm-hmm. like, if you are a team like the Bengals, and you are on the last contract, we're on the last year with um, Andy Dalton, you can get out of that. Uh, you can look at Denver, because... Like oh well Eli uh, what's his name not even, um John Elway likes to take youth quarterbacks uh, there's Washington there's a lot of places where he will start there's mm-hmm. a lot of places where he will get a starting job so yeah. I hope the, the what the Dallas really should do is consider firing someone in the coaching department whoever went for fourth and two on the ten yard line in yeah. this in the first half mm-hmm. with a QB run pitch like you're gonna know like you are fourth and two what you're gonna do like you're either gonna give it to Zeke or you're going to run it with Dak because you don't trust him to pass, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think also, the, so the Jets' defense played a pretty strong part in this as well. Yeah. They've got a, um, I mean, you can't sleep on the I Jets' mean, he defense. he still played a good game. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were absolute yard monsters. Um, yeah. They they had, uh, what, however many total yards. I didn't see the, the final score on offense total yards. Um, but... They didn't actually get into the end zone. They, they they drove the ball the whole way down the field a couple of times and just munched up the clock, but didn't just, actually score. So like, you know, the Jets defense that bend don't break did, did pretty yeah. well. So yeah, that's where we at. Um, we're gonna go into our predictions now quickly. Um, Sandy's gonna. Are you gonna write them down? Uh, I will be because last time I didn't write them down, and, and that was terrible. I had to I had to go back yeah. and listen through the podcast to uh, to, to remember what we actually so, did. Just just put in the one, two, three, and uh, whatever, just to make it. Well, let's make this quick because your phone is gonna die, and I really really need to pee. Okay. Because I'm gonna right. piss myself in a minute. So right. Kansas okay. City, Denver. Yeah. KC because yeah. I would never playing. I don't think Denver defense is good enough, and Flacco is just not a good quarterback. In my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think many teams would struggle to go up to uh, mile high, but the Chiefs are not one of those teams. Yeah. So there we go. Dolphins, uh, Bills. I'm going to take the Bills because... I'm gonna take the Bills. They're 4-1. The Bills are 4-1. Like, they're playing for a wildcard spot right now here because then nobody's going to beat the Patriots. But, like, that Buffalo team should not be 4-1, but they are. <laughs> yeah. So that's why Kaepernick should be really there at some point. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Jaguars, Bengals. Jaguars. Yeah, like I, don't, I don't see Minshew having a back-to-back poor games, especially no, as if, te- if, against a team if, like the Bengals. No, if Lamar Jackson did well against the Bengals, so will Minshew. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Next? Uh, Vikings and your Lions. I think Detroit is going to bring it back home if they... Like if if Minnesota didn't pay the refs the way Green Bay did. <laughs> so that's crazy. Was, like, that's fucking crazy. We, we didn't even talk about the ref. I don't want to talk about it. Get on. Okay. Well, I mean, we're going to go to Green Bay next. So Green Bay, uh, the Raiders are in uh, are in Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. Yeah, I don't. In the Green Bay, Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay defense is very good. Green Bay yeah. defense is very very good, and their offense doesn't need to do that much. And when they have to, Aaron Rodgers usually steps up. Okay, I I completely agree. Um, it's a home yeah. game for the Packers. I think uh, they're all over this. Um, this one I reckon could be quite a tight game. Uh, the Rams Falcons because the Falcons have got it uh, on offense in terms yeah. of charging down the field and getting yardage. Again, I don't know if they'll get in the end zone. 
Um, I'm keen to see what happens now that the Rams have got this new new Rams so got- uh, defense as well. Um, I'm going to take the Rams over this. Uh, it's an indoor game. You're going to call the upset. I'm going to call the upset. I think um, just for the fact of it's in Atlanta. Atlanta plays always well in Atlanta. <laughs> indoor, usually Matty Ice looks just better. What are saying? I think... Like the entire storyline with Jalen Ramsey wanting to be hyped and all of that thing, and I think this is gonna come crashing down. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is gonna come crashing down, and we'll see Atlanta putting up an upset on LA, and I would be not surprised if Goff puts up seven points. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That is uh, very bold. Um, well, I'm gonna call an upset in the next game here. Uh, Texans Colts. Yeah, I was thinking about that one. Yeah, I I think right. This is this is in Indy. I think that the uh, the Colts could come up with a cheeky win on this one. What do you think? Okay, I like it. I know it's it's it's. I think if there was gonna be an upset call, I think this is what the one. Yeah. Um, I, I think this I is think the one. I think the Texans slip Yeah, it is within the division. If Indianapolis wins this game, they're tied with Houston, both mm-hmm. at four and three. So I think Indy has is gonna come in there at home and play a little bit better. And you know, I think what's We'll see. But um, I think I, I agree with you. I think Indianapolis should win. Like, I would love for Indianapolis to win this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, the way that Houston have been playing, I mean, previously they have really struggled. I think this relies on how well they protect Deshaun Watson because previously they've really struggled. They've actually come out of the last game with no sacks against Watson. So yeah. they are they are ramping it up, the protection. Yeah. But if the Colts can put pressure on him, they can get to him. Yeah. He will I try think this is such an important game. Plays. Like yeah. that yeah. game is so important for Indianapolis because literally, if they win, they're four and three and tied with Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got next. Okay, uh, San Francisco Redskins. Uh, yeah, just doesn't even matter. Like you could put in, like you could put in a quarterback at San Francisco beat the Redskins right now. Yeah. So uh, I think we'll go with the Niners on that one. Um, Cardinals Giants. This is another close one, I think, because. Uh, Kyler Murray really needs some wins right now, doesn't he? He's hungry for wins. Uh, I think he's gonna. Uh, the problem is, I don't know how Kyler Murray does in a cold. Yeah. And it's well, it's not that cold not yet, that cold. but yeah. But I think. What do you think? I go to Arizona. <sighs> yeah, I think you're right. I'm gonna take the Cardinals with this one. It's just I know like Giants are overall on the team, but they're so banged up on every single place. I think Arizona can take this. Yeah. Um, Chargers think- out in Tennessee. Okay, so Tennessee's defense really should take this one uh, because they're playing good defense and I, like it doesn't feel like the Chargers even want to win. But I think Tannehill, I can never ever go with Tannehill. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. It's yeah. really, for me, less going with Chargers, just more against Tannehill. Tannehill's wife is hot. His quarterback ability is not. not. So uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think watch out for an upset on this one. The Chargers should win it on paper, but they have a tendency to lose things last minute, don't they? So uh, um, another good game, Bears and Saints. So uh, in Chicago, what do you think about this one? That defense up against uh, Teddy Bridgewater in the Saints. The thing is with the Saints, so everybody's hyping them up to be that like the number two team in the country right now and and i was like well uh, it's still tough for me to say i think i think chicago's defense is good and i think that we will receive an upset against new orleans because i don't think anybody which has got to work he's got to lose a game it depends if they can keep kamara in check if that 
if that uh, sort of front seven can keep Kamara in check, uh, then take away the running game and the, that that passing out the backfield option. Uh, you need to score thirteen points. To, like yeah. you gotta score thirteen points. That's all you have to really do. And I think they might be able to do that. Personally, I think the Saints have got this. I think I think the Saints defense will be able to keep um, keep the keep the Bears at a minimum um, and just overcome. So there we go. What do you think? What are we going for? I'm going to go Saints. Okay, I think if if the how many how many more do they have without Brees? One more, I think, right? Yeah, one more game. I think that's the that's the one. Like, let's go with Chicago. I think that's the one to lose. Okay, you're going for the upset. Next game, uh, you're gonna love this one: Ravens Seahawks. Yeah, that's like you will you will see that Russell Wilson will show Lamar Jackson how quarterback is played in mobile yeah. one. You don't think that the uh, the newly acquired Marcus Peters might step onto the field and get some picks? Nope. No. Okay. I don't rate. I don't rate. I don't agree with you. I don't rate my, 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 my Marcus Peters as a quick QB. He's not a t- top twenty for me. Well, that's still really good in the NFL, but I don't. I don't think it's that like of a dangerous threat to have. This is the game where Russell Wilson shows Lamar Jackson how to be a mobile quarterback and how to stay Just safe and to win games. Just said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, he did it to he did it to Baker Mayfield. He did it to Kyler Murray. He's going to do it to Lamar Jackson. Lamar He's going to show you how to do it. All right. Next game, Eagles-Cowboys. That is a very, very tough one. So what that's a, a coin game, flip hey. game. Yeah. That's a coin flip game. Of course, it's a Sunday night as well. Cowboys. Yeah. Cowboys have got to make a comeback on this one. There's so much riding on for it. It's in Jerry World. Let me get that boys win. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I had the boys back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the boys are back for this okay. one. I'll go with you. All right. Uh, plus, plus I, I'm Patriots really Jets. rooting. I'm really rooting for Dak to get his money. Yeah, yeah, me too. Patriots Jets Monday Night Football. Do I yes. really need to ask you on this one? I think this is going to be closer than you think. I think this is going to be closer than you think. I think Jet New York is still winning, but you'll see. This is not going to be a blowout. You think the Patriots are winning? Yes, I think the Patriots are winning. But I don't think they're going to win by a lot. Okay, brilliant. That is all of the games. I will publish this online for the world to see. And when we get them all wrong, then... (laughs) (laughs) You can have a go at us on Instagram, on Twitter, and everywhere else. There's social media at fake underscore punt. Thank you so much for listening. We out. Peace. Peace.